Guys, this week we're going back to college. Grab your Fireball, your Adderall, and your 2.4 GPA because it's time to throw a rager at the frat house, guys. Yeah, we're talking about Animal House this week. Though, Wait. Wait. Uh, uh, oh, okay. We're, we're not talking. Okay, then we're talking about neighbors then, right? No, wait. No? Oh, they dress in drag. Oh, fuck. Okay. Guys, welcome to the Mess Up at Midnight podcast, the show that's all about binge drinking in your early 20s because, hey, it's not alcoholism until you have that college degree. I am your host, Max Steele, and as always, I am joined by the man, legendary, for his ability to chug Keystone Light at a rate of 4.75 beers every 30 minutes. It's Michael Flaherty, everyone. All right. You know what I also, I also got that note from our production manager. Who just uh, phoned in and told us what we were going to watch. And uh, I was really prepped for Animal House. I want to let you know that. I really, I, mean, I, had, I, I was ready to talk about regale John Belushi downing a whole bottle of Jack or whatever the legend is. And <laughs> but you know, here I'm, we are. I'm sitting here in my toga, ready to party. But instead, we got to switch that out for wigs and drag i'm 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 trading in i'm trading in the air force ones for some three inch heels baby let's let's get to it for better or for worse because we're we're talking about the 2002 comedy eh? film about three frat boys in college that have to dress and drag sorority boys and it's funny, see, because they dress in drag. Cause, cause, cause it's, cause, get it? Cause it's guys in in a sorority. They're they're in drag. Get it? <laughs> so, so, Mike, Mike, before I ask you how you feel about this movie, I want to I want to share my opinions. Ooh, all right, lay lay it on me, lay it on me. So. This movie, it's not good. It's bad, obviously. I mean, if we're covering it, there's a high chance that it's bad unless you catch us on like our hangover months or the one time we want to cleanse our eyeballs. <laughs> this this movie feels like a fart in the wind. <laughs> like as soon as you watch it, you're like, okay, that was something. I, and then it just fades away from your memory forever. It is, you know what? Most of the time, like most of the time, these analogies sometimes get a little, sometimes they can get a little exaggerated. Sometimes we can we get sort weird. of go all up, all up in arms about mm-hmm. some movies that, you know what, honestly are forgettable. This one, that is, that is a very apt description. I'm going to be so honest. This is mm-hmm. the biggest wet fart of a movie. It is just, mm-hmm. you're just. It is just there, and you're like, oh, oh. And then you just fucking forget about it. You're just like, okay. Yeah, this movie... Okay, first of all, this movie couldn't even catch a Razzie nomination. So, like, it didn't go to the Oscars, it didn't go to the Razzies. It was just forgotten. That's... See, see, I want to jump in before we continue, because I would almost argue that a snub from the Razzies is almost the worst sign for for a movie. Mm-hmm. If it's a forgotten flop of a movie that even the Razzies are like, yeah, this is nothing. This mm-hmm. sucks. Like, that's how you know this is a terrible, 
terrible ass movie. Well, I mean, here's the thing. And you mentioned like it being a flop. This movie, it really, I don't know if I'd classify it as a flop because it got a budget of $12 million and it earned $12.5 million. So it, there we go. We're in the green. Look, look, we are like, it's one of those like, even the studio didn't get anything from this movie after releasing it. <laughs> exactly. The studio went, the studio literally just was like, oh, nothing lost, nothing gained, I guess. Yeah. I mean, even, right. try, even trying to find like, you know, fun behind the scenes facts of like the making of this movie. I, I mean, I really couldn't find that much. Again, the, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I love again, this is, it really, it, that really just speaks to this movie. That really speaks to this movie. This is, you know, ooh, I have my analogy for for where this lands in the bad movie verse. The bad ooh, movie me. spectrum from Messed Up at Midnight. Hit me. This is a forgettable wet fart that everyone kind of just collectively was like, eh, whatever, and just moved on with their lives. Mm. Nothing lost, nothing gained. No one cared about it. No one even laughed at it. Everyone just went, whatever. I'm putting it yeah. right next to I'm putting it right next to the curse of Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. It's a boring bad movie. Everyone forgot about it. And then, like the like the archaeologists we are, we just busted out our pickaxes and our dust pants, and we just found this d- turd <laughs> in the sand, and we went. All right, I guess. I mean, why not? At this point, why not? <laughs> now, I'm not saying that we should combine the two movies that you mentioned, Sorority Girls and Curse of Bigfoot, where we have a Bigfoot adjacent mummy thing in drag at a college party. I'm not saying that. That's, that I'm just be- saying studios just shut up and give us $15 million. We have a golden ticket right here. You are willing to give these idiots enough money to make this movie give us this money and we will make we will make bigfoot a uh, uh dress up and drag and join a sorority this is and, and we'll we'll make even the same low low like low effort jokes mm-hmm. that pretty much all revolve around the fact that they're in drag low, low Just effort to sweeten the low effort i like i like that word it remind okay it reminds me of what Roger Ebert, he released a list back in 2005 called e, uh, Ebert's Most Hated. And Ooh. there's a quote in that article that I think sums up this movie quite well. I should be a good, this is from the article, I should be a good sport and go along with the joke. But the joke isn't funny. And this is now me adding on to it. And if the joke isn't funny then your comedy has failed. Because isn't the point of a comedy for you to sit there and laugh? Just it's, my two it's cents. Just, it's just like, it's just such a bad, it's such a bad version of comedy that had proven to be like done at that point in time. Because I'm just thinking, because of course, when we think of like dressing up in drag, you're in a school and away from and away from your parents and getting up to shenanigans. Mm-hmm. You think of white chicks, 
she's the man classic both mm-hmm. both both of the, those movies have a following well, one of which I personally don't like, but you know, mm-hmm. white chick, white chicks, it's there and good for that. It's fine. But yeah. you know, she's the man is a great, great, great movie, and it's like they there's proof on how to do it in a well enough way to where people go, oh, okay, yeah, sure. And then there's the way that sorority boys went, which is the equivalent of a letting a thirteen year old. From 2002 or 2001, make all of the jokes. It they kind of just went up and went. All right, Tyler, here's the pre- here's the premise. Turn off your X Games for a hot second, mm-hmm. and then they just came up with the dumbest jokes that everyone would think of, and you just were like, oh, okay, sure, whatever, we can go with this. Yeah, dude, fucking exactly. Now. I want to look a little bit at the behind the scenes stuff since I wasn't able to find too much, you know, about the production. Here are some of the people that are involved with this movie. We have a director, Wallace Waldorski. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Uh, he's actually he's actually doing pretty OK for himself. Okay. He he as a writer, he wrote Diary of a Wimpy Kid Dog Days, A okay. Dog's Purpose, A Dog's Journey. Monsters versus aliens. So I guess he's got a thing going with like, you know, I was like dog, dog, dog adjacent things. So it's a lot of, you know what? Hey, he was, he, he found again, when you find your niche, like, and he, his was, his was a dog based and yeah. Okay. Sure. Fine. Monsters versus aliens too, you know? And yeah, exactly. Exactly. I remember that, that forgettable movie. Unfortunately, but it's no, it's you know, good, good for him. At least mm-hmm. you know, at least he shaped up. Exactly. Now we, let's look at our let's look at some of our leads. We have uh, Barry Watson who plays Dave. Um, he will later go on to be in Seventh Heaven, a show called What About Brian, and was and is still getting work. Was most recently in a show called a TV series called Naomi that premiered like I think last year. So okay, he's doing all right huh. for himself. Okay. Okay. And then we got Michael Rosenbaum, who plays Adam. Um, you might know him as a Lex Luthor in Smallville. Dude, I do I, I need to say any more. I, I literally, I literally <laughs> saw him and I instantaneously was just like, that? no fucking way. Is that Lex Luthor? It's mm. <laughs> like, you gotta be kidding me. And one more before we before we move on. Harland. Williams, who plays Doofer. I'm actually kind of glad you brought up Curse of Bigfoot earlier because Harlan no Williams, I asked, a, I asked a similar question. No, no, in, uh, no, no, no. I asked a similar question <laughs> in our Curse of Bigfoot. Who in, who in this movie was involved in something that we're going to cover in the future? Oh. Like oh, this a, is this like, is a future release. Th- this oh. is a this is a future podcast release that I know we're going to cover at some point, and this movie has a connection to it with Harlan Williams. Oh. Mike, can Ooh. you guess what? Can you guess what movie that is? Mm, mm. See, the only one I can think of is I can think of I can think of the Love Guru. I mm-hmm. th- I know I know we're going to have to cover that one. I know we're going to have to cover that one. What mm-hmm. else? God bless. Sharknado? We have to cover Sharknado, but I, I've seen Sharknado a couple times, and I don't think he's in that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go Love Guru. I'm going to put my chips. Love Guru. 
Okay, so that's a good guess, not one that I was expecting. And, I do, and yes, we are. I feel like we are going to have to cover the Love Guru at some point. Harlan Williams was in. Freddie got fingered. Oh no! Oh no! As Darren. Oh God! Yeah, yep, yep. We are going to be covering that at some point, and <laughs> hopefully in the far, far distant future. I mean, I feel like you guys are gonna have to pay us to talk about that movie. Like, That's, dude, it's like it's like I don't I don't want to watch Tom Green hump a moose. Like it's I like it's no, please no. So many there are so many other ones. If you guys could be like, I don't watch see another Tom Green sing a watch, song about sausage. Watch watch Nick watch a Nick Cage flick. Watch a Steven Seagal movie. You know, some good old laugh and stuff. Not pain. Not not utter pain. Yeah. But you know we're going to have to talk about it at some point. It's dude, it's like it's literally it's it's literally you you know what? I'll loop it back to college. It's the equivalent of that paper that mm. your teacher tells you at the very beginning of the semester. And it's just like, it's like, yeah, this is going to be, this is due at the end of the semester. I'm telling you now, because it's not short. And you're just like, it's like, it's like October now. And you can just feel it on the horizon. But you're like, I haven't started it. And I'm going to pretend like it doesn't exist until like late November. And then I'm going to scramble. As you do in college. Absolutely. Absolutely. If it's not, if it's not due if it's not due tomorrow, then it's not due, as I always said. Exactly. So, so Mike, let's let's just go on with it. Let's get to the ever important question of this podcast. If this mm-hmm. movie were a drink, what would it be, and why? Okay. So I want to. I, I really just this movie. This movie really was one thing to me. It was an R-rated comedy. But it felt like the writer was a child, like a 13, 14 year old who has a brother who is currently in college and he's just getting fed. All all of his bases are how he how he hears his brother talk to his friends on the phone. Mm -hmm. It's it's this it all it's all of these. It's mostly just like filtered stereotypes that he has like learned from like TV and then just small little nuggets that he's just picked up. And I wanted my, I wanted my cocktail to reflect that. So all of the, all of the cock, all of the cocktail ingredients that I have all come from like stuff you would see normally at like a college party. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to combine all that. So what is this movie at its core? This movie is a lukewarm comedy. It's an R-rated comedy uh, that that's college focused, and you just and and as you're going through it, you leave it the same way you went into it by by just letting out this big sigh and going, "Let's get this over with." And without further ado, this movie is a is a is a warm natty light, mm. not cold, a warm one. It's not good. It's just just gross, mm-hmm. but it's easy to put away and it's easy to physically put away the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
But this movie's raunchy. It's got boobs. It's got like swear words. It's got like raun- it's got roof and all jokes for which have aged horrifically. Mm-hmm. So it can't just be a natty light. So I'm throwing in a shot of bottom shelf Evan Williams, mm-hmm. like a layer of just your 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 gas your liquor store's worst Evan Williams. But there's also sorority girls. And it's and then there's like the guys in drag and uptightness and all of that. So I'm just what else would fit that? Then like like one of those like I think they're new, Mm -hmm. but canned wine. Mm -hmm. They they have like it's 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 essentially just like a canned Pinot Grigio or something like that, like Mm -hmm. a canned white or red wine. Take all of that, mix it all together. But. Of course, this is through the uh, I'm, I remember this is through the eyes of a 13 year old that has just all like kind of just it's it's just all stereotypes and what he hears for he, hears his brother say. Mm-hmm. So he's like he tastes that all and he goes, oh, that's yucky, but I need to drink this. So what does he do? He reaches it in the fridge, pulls out ocean spray cranberry juice. And he just dumps it in to dilute it a little bit. Now it's starting to look like a very gross, like purpley pinkish thing. Mm-hmm. Now, what what else is has a sort of purpley pinkish hue? None other than a cosmopolitan. So you take all of all of this new cocktail that you've made, pour it into a martini glass. There you go. You got yourself a sorority boy. So a couple of things. You mm-hmm. said that the drink you said that the drink would maybe be like from a this movie feels like, you know, a, a kid in college talking to his 13 year old brother about yeah. what is it like. OK, you see, I would disagree there. This okay. movie feels like a 16 or 17 year old went to like a college party to maybe like, I don't know, pick up a friend or I don't know, like. Just he like walked through a college party for like 15 mm-hmm. to 20 minutes and then he came back out and he did the whole like, you know, yes. And with the party and then was oh, describing yeah. it to his younger brother. So, oh, so that's what I, I so that's what I see with this movie. OK. And two, I like the drink. I like the drink. OK. Y- you mentioned something and it's going to get into mm. my drink now. So you see. I was thinking about this and initially what what do we have? Okay. We got frat boys and drag doing comedy and that's really it. You know, like, Oh look guys and guys, you know, not understanding girls and all, all, all that shit. There's not a whole lot to this movie. It's basic to a fault. And now I'm trying to sit here coming up with some concoction that best represents this movie it may involve like, I don't know, throwing in milk or melon liqueur, or just fucking pick a mixer that we've done. <laughs> I'm keeping my drink basic this week. This movie is about frat boys dressing up in drag to fit into a sorority so they can get back into the frat. And you mentioned it in your drink, but I'm adding a little bit of a twist to it. Okay. Because mm. you see, I also chose a natty light. Oh. But okay, it wasn't the normal Natty Light because this movie—it's the Natterday, Mike. Oh, the pink lemonade! It, it, yeah, it is the strawberry lemonade Natty 
light. Mm -hmm. You see, you're trying to make it fruity to appeal to women, but still frat boys are going to drink it. The Natter Day itself is a frat boy. And if you could cocktailify a frat boy in drag, it would be the Natter Day. And, you know, like it's dumb. It's stupid. And you're drinking it to get drunk, not really for enjoyment. And you're asking yourself, why would somebody make this? And by the way, this part is just completely optional, but you can butt chug it because one of the characters may or may not have been fucked in the ass by his frat bro. Um, we're just going to we're, we're going to get to that, though. So, yeah, I think that sorority boys is best embodied as the Natter Day. I I, I like the choice of the Natter Day. I like I like I like the choice of the Natter Day. It's the Natter Day. The Natter Day fall. The Natter Day neither fulfills its purpose of being a beer nor a pink lemonade. Mm-hmm. So so it's one of those where it tried to appeal to both sides of the both sides, and neither side was pleased with the result. Mm-hmm. Both sides collectively went, "No, this is this is just gross." Mm-hmm. So I do like that choice. I like that choice. I like that we both went natty, though. We both were just like college natty. There we go, done. Yeah, because you see, I was trying, like, I was sitting there trying to come up with some type of concoction that was going to be like a beer you would drink in college, a mixed drink you would drink in college, and then like a shot you would take in college. But despite like what I kept, like, I did different combinations, but I was like, this isn't going to work. But my beer consistently remained natty light so i was like okay let me stick with that and then that's when the natter day came in and i was like i just look like i looked at i look at the can thinking of the taste and i was like that's it like that yeah. that's that's this movie <laughs> you're you're like done done easy no problem you're fucking easy so guys that's yeah let's go break go get yourself a natter day and let's talk about sorority boys So boom, bombastic music to start off with. Pictures that look like they're in the Overlook Hotel from The Shining. Interesting way to start this movie. We see mm-hmm. the letters K O K. Nice. Kappa Omicron Kappa. So we see we open up on some fraternity courtroom scene in a frat house where these like four or five frat boys are naked. And one guy is wearing like, I don't know, a cult leader mask and speaking through a like a tube or some shit. And the, they're on trial because one of these guys that are naked taught the frat handshake to a girl. It's I it, just this intro alone. This is neat. See, this is this is what this is why I kept saying. This is why I kept saying it's akin to like a middle schooler who listened to his brother like talk about college life mm-hmm. because like the you taught it to a girl. <gasps> I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, God, it's such a dumb joke. Please continue. Oh, I, I, feel like we should have, I feel like we should have prefaced this before we started, but neither me or Mike, Mike, you weren't in a frat, right? Hell no, I was not. <laughs> and and I wasn't in a frat either. So take that with what you will from our point of views. That is true. That is true. Mm-hmm. We may not we may not have the complete 360 degree view of fraternity life. But this so. movie wasn't I feel like this movie doesn't have a 360 degree view of anything. So That is true. That is true. It feels it feels like it's catering to uh 
feels like it's catering to a crowd it doesn't actually know. So we're cutting to a bunch of masked fraternity guys chanting "Bula, Bula" or some shit, and they got like a hamster and Vaseline. If only capital punishment was like this, I feel like we'd have a lot less crime. <laughs> Everyone would be too weirded out to commit any crime. I would just be like, nope, nope, no, unless you're into that. Like, I mean, we'd be like, have a couple. I think oh, jails would be filled weird. with a bunch of freaks then. So this gets interrupted when one of our leads, Dave, comes in and is like, yo, someone vomited in the living room. We're partying in here now. And our judge speaking with this, like, speaking with this, like, ho-hum dialect is like, I will not tolerate this insubordination. And the party is just filtering it. This this guy talks like, I don't know if you've ever seen the show Superstore, but he talks like the manager in that show, Glenn. Like, that's the first thing that came to my mind. He does. Yeah, no, that is that is just Glenn. He it's I his voice his voice was so weird. He's it, it sounded like they were trying to do it sounded like they were trying to do if you've watched Blue Mountain State, it sounded like they were trying to make like a preppy version of Thad Castle. <laughs> it's like they were trying to make a preppy pudgy version of Thad Castle. And they just failed very, very terribly. I miss Blue Mountain State. So it was so funny. (laughs) So, so Dave and this other guy who walks in, Adam, they start roasting this guy who's the president of the frat, whose name is Spence. This guy's like, hey, Spence is like, hey, I'm the president. And Adam is like, you need to get laid. And then Spence dips. Then, next scene, we're outside the frat house and some, I don't fucking know, Democrat is protesting outside and handing out flyers <laughs> to people going in saying shit like, stop the patriarchy. My gender studies degree will get me something. It's, it's, it's see, the, see, the problem is, is like, it's, it's that whole time and place thing. Mm-hmm. It's that like, it, it's the, it's, it's, it's like the people, it's like the Westboro Baptist people who like protest at funerals or comic con. You're mm-hmm. like, you're like, you're like, Hey, bud, <laughs> You need to understand that the people who are here are not going to not only going to not probably be receptive to your cause, mm-hmm. but also probably be actively against the cause. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just the maybe the, the choice and location is like highly important. It's and and she's just it's it's just confusing to me. I'm like, I'm like, I was like the whole the whole thing she's doing, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, maybe not in front of a fraternity house. Maybe like the quad. That feels like a more neutral ground area. The, qu- the quad in the afternoon. Because, yeah. because when you try to give like people flyers like this, you have the same reaction these girls have where they see the flyer and they're just like, they they, they just kind of laugh at the word bondage and they enter anyway. So that's the type of humor that we're dealing with. So we go back inside. We intercut between... Dave talking to his dog like it's his therapist. First of all, good boy. And, Absolutely. and then we get more frat boy humor with the launching of dildos across the campus that commits property damage on a sorority <laughs> sign. It's why why are they why are they harassing this sorority? Like Girls like, rule, I mean, boys drool, Michael. That's it, why. It's it. It sounds like. It's, are they sixth grade? Why is? It's just. It's like they're at a youth retreat or something. Yeah, literally, they're just like they're like they're like let's 
Let's throw dildos at the, through the girl's sign. You're like, why? Why can't we just get drunk and be stupid? Why does it have to involve harassing these other people? Can't we just get drunk and be dumb? <laughs> like, why do we have to harass people who are minding their own business? <laughs> so then we go back to, like, these two other girls who are in the bathroom and are like, you know, who the fuck was that girl outside? Like, L. The whole gist was she was the president of the uh, doghouse. That's the D. The abbreviation is D.O.G. So exposition. Yay. Next scene. We go to a we go to fucking Harlan Williams, who looks like a 40 year old looking at these frat pictures. Like, dude, when I saw this, he does. I was like, like, because in my head, I'm taking notes. I'm like, okay, this is an older guy who's at this frat party trying to remember his glory days and yeah except his glory days are 2002 okay so i guess he's still in college how how the like i was thinking like oh this is a 40 year old man in a college fraternity yeah that's what i was thinking i thought that for a while i was like oh okay so he's like they're doing they're doing the they're doing the bit where it's like he's been in college for 12 years and you're it's and you're like, oh, okay, like, all right, fine, sure, whatever. That feels pretty apropos for like the for like the era mm-hmm. that early two thousands like our humor. Yeah, but I don't think they they never really address it. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, this guy's in the fraternity too, and no one says anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No one ever go. No one's like. He doesn't like try and hit on a girl and she's like, get your old ass out of here. You've been here 12 years or anything mm-hmm. like that. They don't, there's none of that like exposition sliding in or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it, they're just like, they're like, yup, he's here. Moving on. And you're like, oh, okay. Feels all right. Cool. Okay. And, and moving on from this 40 year old, we go back to the dog. Good boy. He, who corners a girl and Dave goes in and starts flirting with her. The girl's like, oh, you drive a Beamer? And, you know, typical flirty stuff that no one would ever say ever. I love it. Love it's it. It's a one guys. A fucking one. I'm just I'm just I'm just like, damn, damn. <laughs> Take notes, everybody. This is the whoever wrote this movie is a is one hell of a Casanova. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just wait until we get to Jimmy. Get to him in a second. Oh, so geez. at another part of the party, we see some girl like pull up a camera, take a picture, put it back down, and her flat and the flash is on. So one of the guys calls out for Doofer, who's our 40-year-old, who names her kid Doofer. I don't fucking know. I like, yeah, like that that's that's you're setting up your kid to be in that position. Like <laughs> Like doofer, come on! It's like naming your child Bubba. You're just asking for him to be a, a like a a three hundred pound defensive lineman. That's that is true. That is true. If I meet a guy who's like, well, what's your name, Bubba? And he's like five foot one and like ninety seven pounds, I'd be like, you're doing a disservice to your namesake, <laughs> bud. I don't know how to tell you this. Like you're, you're not going to be like I don't know, up in I don't know, like. Staten Island or some shit looking for an attorney and he just and you like you go by some office and he's like hi my it's name just, is Bubba Smith I'll be your attorney today I, I would love that I would love that it's got a deep New York accent he's like hey I'm Bubba Smith I'm gonna be defending you today you're like 
like I feel like I don't know how to tell you this, and I know I come off as the asshole for this, but you don't fit any of the stereotypes I thought in my head. He was like, "Okay, listen, I know I'm on crime for arsenic for arsony, but can we just back the fuck up a second? Your name is you, Bubba, and you're in New you, York, and you're like, you're like, hey, can you just?" Do your best southern accent for me. I promise I won't get mad. Just go full, go full Appalachia on me. <laughs> Talking, come on. So yeah, they see this girl taking a picture, and Adam is like, "That girl took a picture. Go take care of it. We let one one dog in here. What's stopping them?" And Doofer is just like, "You pledge, take care of this." So they t- they literally tag and bagger with a they throw a net over this girl and start chanting like dog catcher dog catcher and then just like fucking toss her to the curb. That's 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 so insane to me. I'm like I'm like what the hell? Like if this like hey if this is a thing that they do in fraternities one holy shit. Mm-hmm. But like I really find that hard to believe. Like I really find that hard to believe that they just. Some chick would take a photo and everyone would suddenly like go full like invasion of the body snatchers and just like scream at her. Like, I feel like people would just someone would just be like she would just take a picture and someone would be like, hey, what the hell? Mm -hmm. And she probably just would like look away and they'd probably be like, you fucking weirdo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, that's, that's it. So now let's go back to the Democrat that we were talking about earlier. She's like in this in the middle of this living room. Turns out she's actually a sorority girl. And I'm not joking when I say this. That's a shocker. So this. Uh, yeah, that's fair. So she's like, hey, if those guys at KOK want a war, it's a war they'll get. You know, we're all about equality. And yeah. And meanwhile, the girl that took the picture, she's also sitting there. And yeah, so she's also in um, dog too. So she what her pictures are of like girls flashing and shit. And yeah, th- this is this is just fucking ridiculous. So this <laughs> so the Democrat speech gets interrupted with a dildo flying through the window and breaking glass. And they just kind of look at this. So next scene, the morning after at a frat house, which right. I'm sure smells absolutely disgusting. Yeah, it's just it's the smell of bong water on the carpet and just lots of puke, lots of puke, lots of lots of fluids, lots of fluids in there. Lots, just yeah. <laughs> so we go to Dave's room and he looks like he's studying because, you know, he's got glasses on and he goes over to his safe, opens it to reveal. Holy shit. Motherfucker is stacked to the gills with money. I- I literally, I literally saw that and I audibly went, holy shit. Like, this guy's big pimping. <laughs> like, he's chilling out. Like, dude just keeps I'm, a stack of like, it's gotta be like a million dollars just in a safe in his room. Yeah, no, I, I he just holds on to it just for, just for safekeeping, you, you know? know, just lay away. You never know. Do you know, just. Rolls of hundreds. He probably tips the pizza guy with that money. I don't know, dude. Oh, dude! Imagine, imagine, imagine. You're like you're a Domino's driver, and he just throws you the equivalent of like a thousand dollars. You're like, holy shit! What? (laughs) It's like I'm gonna deliver here all the time. Yes, sir. You're like, you're like, say no more. 
<laughs> Usually you're like, am I a bit of, am I in a Mr. Beast video? What the hell's going on? <laughs> no, I don't think Mr. Beast would, in, would be in KOK. I feel like he'd, I don't know. I feel like he'd be in some other fraternity. So Adam, like, yeah, I like, I like that. He's in a fraternity, just not this one. Yeah, not, not this one, not this one, a good fraternity. So Adam wakes up and he's got two girls in, in the bed with him. The doofer wakes up and he's buck naked and got a porno mag stuck to his chest. And one of these girls leaves after inviting Adam to a barbecue and all the frat and all the frat boys are waiting outside and sing some fucking, I don't know, walk of shame song. And a guy takes her picture after he whooshes into frame and puts it on the hall of shame. Can I? (laughs) Is it? That just feels terrible. Like, mm-hmm. I'd we're, are we supposed to find that funny? Because like that feels like I just saw that and I was just like, "Holy shit, this is awful!" <laughs> like, like, I mean, like, it, like, it, like they could do the douchey frat guy bit. I feel like, but this just feels like they're going overboard. I'm like, okay, we get it. They suck, but like, damn. I mean, I guess we got to look at it through the lens of the time. Which was this funny at the time? I mean, I'm sure. I guess you know for. I don't I like frat, like, I, frat frat adjacent middle schoolers, but in 2022, it's just uh, 2023. It's just a little weird. Yeah. Okay. There mm. we go. That's the context. That's the context. You know, given back in the 2000s, it was probably just not funny. But like, mm. like, yeah. No. In in the year of our Lord, 2023. Sorry, guys. It's, 20, it just turned 2023 when we're recording this. So I don't. Be a little. I bit. don't know when this. I don't know when this damn movie is coming out. It's 2023, <laughs> but it's yeah. It's just it just feels yeah. It just feels just feels icky. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like Ugh. yeah. So next scene, we go to all of the all the cocks in a room in their frat boy best. So the president from earlier has called an emergency session. Once order has been called by Big Johnson, some other frat boy. They talk about the cocktail cruise, which is basically their big party. And they give exposition on like previous members of the fraternity and how like a killer alumni party equals jobs after college. And a bad one means you're going to be the janitor of a frat house. And the cruise, the cruise is in big danger. The social committee get called to rise and it's our three main leads, Adam, Dave, and Doofer. And One quote I love in this scene from Spence is, Gentlemen, the brothers standing before you have embezzled all of your parents' hard-earned money. Never heard a truer statement in my life. I got to give the movie that credit. Yep, you know, kudos, credit where credit's due. That was, that was, that was, that was, that was, that was a, that was a zinger. As you know, fraternities, they just be rolling in daddy's money. I just, dude... (laughs) That was that was half that was half of my beef with fraternity brothers was like they were rolling in it and it was never even it was it wasn't even their money it wasn't like it wasn't like they actually like one of them actually sold like like sold like a, not not a not a business but like you know they just did well oldest kid like they just like he sold he got hit by one of the university buses and everyone's riding his coattails <laughs> afterwards and but it, no it's just like yeah. Mm-hmm. But whatever. It is what it is. So the three guys laugh and they're just like, Dave is like, yeah, no, the, the money's in the safe. Dumbass. I just saw it. So they go up, check the safe. Money's not there. 
And Spence is just like, yo, where's the money? So long story short, the three guys get kicked out wearing no pants and a shirt, and they're just running down the road. Next scene, it's night, and the three are in the car. Doofer tries to do comedy. He's like, hey, I say we split the money. One of them pipes. I was like, Doofer, we didn't fucking steal the money. And the gist of this is like, hey, where's the money? And Dave is like, wait, let me talk to my father. Daddy's money. So next scene, Dave goes to talk to his father. His father was an alumni. His father is setting up interviews for his son. And he's like, hey, impress John and he'll groom you to be his number two. All your hard-earned work will pay off because of my connections. And he introduces Dave to the alumni who are just basically walking sexual misconduct lawsuits. And they're all like, oh my God, it's just... Right? Oh, dude, oh all God. of the literally all of these guys are just Yeah, I got to say, your initial like your initial like me too was tall me too really paints this movie in a different light. Me too paint Oh my god alive. This these guys are all b- b- giant problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Huge like, HR I, I, issues. Like, like I don't know where this movie like takes place location wise but you see when i was living in south georgia we called this group of people the good old boys club that's yeah yeah i I can i can i can i can attest to that when i did not go to school in south georgia (laughs) so next scene dave adam and doofer they're all just sitting in the car and dave says like hey i won't be able to get the job if they think i stole money from kok and you know i'm I'm not going to be on the cruise for the interview and in turn, I'm not going to be able to hire you guys, my friends. And Doofer pipes up and is like, well, what about the videotape of Adam humping the tripies? And it turns out Adam set up a secret filming apparatus that allows him to make sex tapes privately and is like, I don't know, rigged by motion sensors and the cameras hidden in like a box. Yeah, long story yeah, that, that And that's not that's not just crazy illegal yeah that's not just like just insane insanely illegal (laughs) like dude just selling no no that's yeah that 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 is yeah exactly that's holy holy shit (laughs) so yeah do the we cut to doofer this is a flashback of doofer is like i don't know stoned stoned or drunk out of his mind and yeah he finds he like finds a cable follows it to like a little um metal chest drawer or some or some shit and in order to open it he fucking takes the handgun and shoots the lock off of it and is able to find the sex tape and he accidentally hits play and the VHS um what the fuck do you call it the thing that plays the VHS the tape player the tape player yeah it's connected to a TV across the room he accidentally hits play and then watches one of his best friends fuck a tripie and yeah he just sits there naked, eating popcorn, watching his buddy's sex tape. I mean, is, Again, is, is that friendship? That's that's if that. Hey, if that if the answer to that is yes, in any capacity, you need to reevaluate some friendships because I don't think they're friendships. Like if that's if that's a friendship, then I need you to go make one of these tapes right fucking now. <laughs> we got to go make these tapes. For, for 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 the sake of the friendship for the sake of the friendship 
<laughs> no, by the way, we are not doing that. I want to make that abundantly clear. <laughs> You've got to subscribe to his OnlyFans to get that. So next scene. It's, that's a premium subscriber special. Where Max and I, Max and I, there's there's no there's not even any tape anymore. There, there's no nuance. Okay, back on track. Next scene, Doofer comes up with a plan for them. Like he's like, hey, what if we dress in drag and go to the party? We are 16 minutes in, and it feels like this movie's just fucking moving at lightning pace. This movie, it feels like, is in a rush to get to its own punchline. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know those times when you hear a joke, someone say a joke. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't it like most of the time it's a kid that does this, but like you know, we've all had socially awkward people that we've talked to who've done this. You may have been where that it's kid. where it's they've been and you hey, it's I have been there at at, at one point. Mm-hmm. But you're so in a rush to get to the punchline that you think is hilarious that you skip the build up. And as a result, everyone's like everyone's like, "Hey, you you can you can ride this part out a little mm-hmm. bit longer, and I can't believe I'm saying ride the douchey frat boy stuff out a little longer, but mm-hmm. to get, you can wait a little bit. You don't need to rush. Dude, buy movie, buy us dinner first. That's what yes. we're trying to say. So the boys, they're just standing at the door. They're dressed in drag. They're trying to just, you know, waltz their way in. And meanwhile, I'm looking at him and I'm like, bro, who's that five o'clock shadow fooling? absolutely nobody so they just push, yeah, th- push their way in it's not e- like wait are you we're at the point where they're in drag right yeah they're they're in drag right okay now. all right i uh, they're no <laughs> exactly it's their drag consists of dressing like they look like they look like if mrs doubtfire was from the 50s like i'm like what the hell like at least in white chicks they did a whole shit ton of makeup and dress like they're from like the 90s instead of like the 2000s here they dress like they're from the 50s i'm like is or what are you wearing a muumuu what the fuck like listen so they get they just barge their way into this party adam sneaks off to try to get the tape but gets hit on by jimmy the 2000s guy and now and they're in a uh, david adam's old room the 2000s guy is like hey did Little Red Riding Hood lose her way to Grandma's house as he's like sitting there playing with his nipples? And I'm like, this just got very uncomfortable. I yeah, it, you're just like, you're like, oh, geez, all right, kid. Oh, but, but I think the Ooh, I think maybe. the worst I think the worst thing he says in this in this scene is he corners this person who he thinks is a girl and says, "Tell me your name, and I won't follow you home tonight." Again, this kid needs to be jailed. Of all of the people in this movie, Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of crime, decently heinous crimes committed throughout this movie. This this kid commits many of the most egregious ones. Mm -hmm. This kid commits many of the most egregious ones. Commits assault. Like... Plain basic definition. Yeah, assault. I, I, and he's he threatens to stalk. He, uh, he flat out assaults someone, mm-hmm. and then he just starts harassing someone. Like, yeah, this kid is like this kid is this kid is like just 
he's like he has the intensity of quagmire mm-hmm. but in a very in a very disturbing real sense of the word like yeah <laughs> i mean that i mean that's one that is definitely one way to put it so i think you're like that is that is a sentence so next so we move on doofer is down watching some girls pour beer and then the girls just these the sorority girls just roast him just being fucking mean so then the three all reunite and then they get bagged and kicked out the boys call them ugly they get dog catched so now we're outside of the uh dog house and leah is outside and she offers i don't know if i mentioned this but the girl who i referred to as the democrat is leah so she offers them food and then we cut inside and they're eating and they're just like hey you know just because you're plus sized girls doesn't mean they can be so mean so yeah next scene the all like the sorority girl says hey we got free room and board for your first semester which they offer you that how desperate is your sorority that 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 they're offering you free room and like that is fucking expensive that's that is that is like an insane deal like they're they have to either have one or two things either they have to that's got to be like their we have to meet like a quota or else we're done for Mm -hmm. or it's like we have like the benefactor of a lifetime mm-hmm. and this and this is just the free house i mean dude listen like if that's all if all it took was dressing up in drag to get free room and board in college dude sign us up like, dude, absolutely i get, I get it i get you're, it now. you're like you're like you know how much you know how expensive that is dude, <laughs> jesus christ so the the DOGs have a secret meeting about letting them in and the boys talk about pledging just so they can have a place to sleep. And yeah, long story short, they're in. The three guys get a room and Leah's like, welcome. And then Leah leaves. So the guys try to do humor. Dave is just like, hey, we're not exactly tripod material. Plenty of leftover clothes that magically fit them are in the closet. Again. And Doofer is amazed by his outfit. It's... It is like it is the most like this is like like movie luck mm-hmm. where they're like, whoa, someone just left these clothes here and they just fit us. And you're like, you're like, oh, how fucking convenient. Just, you're like, of like, course they do. There's like that is that is so great. That is so great. That is so lucky well, that you have. Also, and, and you. you know what? I hate the fact that I'm I'm throwing in uh, like ways they could pad for like content or whatever Mm -hmm. they could totally do a dumb shopping spree montage as well Mm -hmm. and that would have made for like some stupid cheap gags as well like i don't know why they decided to cut out like certain things Mm -hmm. because it's like they could have hit all the low-hanging fruit hallmarks Mm. like but they whatever i I don't know i'm kind of glad they didn't so this movie would be over with a lot sooner so I, I'll take my I, again. And- again, I'm not asking that they did it. I'm just, I'm just like sitting there going. I'm wondering why, of all the things, that was the one that they decided to cut. So move on. Next scene: a welcome meeting where everyone sits on the floor, and Adam stares at a girl with a mustache. That's supposed to be comedy. So, the, so Leah introduces herself. She's like, "Hi, my name is Leah," and they're doing the whole like. Go around and tell everyone one interesting fact about yourself. And Leah's like, hi, my name is Leah, and I can get serious about things. Then Adam 
introduces himself as Adina, and he likes sports, and he don't care who knows. Dave introduces himself as Daisy, and he does a pretty decent job of being like, you know, fuck yeah, women. He's just like, I don't like the way guys are treating women. I'm just asking for respect. And I'm like, all right. All right. Dave, yeah. Dave, it feels like you've prepared for this a little bit longer than <laughs> most people. <laughs> it's, it's, you just see, shaming, you see, shaming. yeah, no, I, hey, hey, do it, do it. Hey, we're mind, we're minding our own business. Do what you do. Live, live your life. That being said, it's just funny because, like, Adam's just like, yeah, I like sports. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm, I'm a girl versus, like, Dave is like, Dave is like, this. All right, Dave. All right. Years have prepared you for this. <laughs> so then we get introduced to the girl with the mustache who is French and they try to do offensive fucking racist fuck. comedy. God damn it. They do the stupid European women don't shave joke. Mm-hmm. Oh, I dude, I there. There are so many times when like. Like all sit there and like be away from like comedy raunchy comedy movies and be like yeah i like low-hanging fruit jokes like like i like the occasional fart joke or like a poop joke here and there Mm -hmm. like i dude this is if this this feels like the like painful like low-hanging fruit jokes that like a lot of people are like i can't stand yeah it's just Mm -hmm. it's way too damn easy you're like okay please something Something you're making jackass looks like high high comedy at this fucking point. Yeah, and then we get another girl. She's some girl with like a New York accent, and she screams. And she that's that's just her personality. She just screams. She's like, I try to chase after the boys, but one leg is shorter than the other. Which imagining someone run like that really like puts the image of Michael Flaherty running in my head. So it's, it's, you know what? I had to wear risers in my left, <laughs> in my left shoe. Okay. Give me a break. My pelvis was tilted guys. Calm down. I couldn't help it. It's not, it wasn't my choice. So we see another girl named Patty. Who's got a very deep voice and they describe her as a giant and really strong. And she's just like, I just want to fit in, fit into anything. And I'm like, Mike, I'm sure as a fellow tall person, you understand that you're just yeah. Like, Max, as a fellow tall person, I'm sure you understand. I'm just like, look, I, Patty, I'm with you, man. I support hey, you. It's, hey, hey, Patty, Patty, we here on the Best Up of Midnight podcast see you. All right, we we are like we too, we too would like to wear clothes that don't make us look like we're doing fucking Eminem circa 2002. Instead, I just walk around wearing basketball shorts and Hawaiian shirts. And you know, I, but you gotta be I, I okay just, with that. I suffer and spend more money than I should. <laughs> so then we get to Doofer, who introduces himself. And she, Doofer kind of looks like the founder of the sorority. And then it's like never really brought up again. So yeah, they just kind of shoehorn that in. So Doofer That's... introduces himself as Roberta. And he's like, hey, I'm addicted to porn and I masturbate constantly. Just like Michael Flaherty. So then. And you. And you. I'm done with these. The low hanging fruit jokes. Back up. So then next scene. We go to Adam, Dave, and Doofer trying to sleep. And Dave is just like. He's like, I can't take this. So he tries to sneak off and go take a shower. He's like not wearing his wig. He's just going in. Just wearing a robe. And then yeah. 
So, but Leah comes in and she, you know, she comes into the shower and Dave's like, oh, I don't want her to see me, you know, but then she's, Leah's like, wait, I ha- I don't have my contacts in and I can't see. And I'm like, I understand because, you know, I too am also blind. Yeah, you're blind as shit. <laughs> but that means if I don't want to look at Michael Flaherty's pear-shaped head, I can just fucking, I don't know, take off my glasses and then boom, there it's, we go. It's, hey, it's, hey, it's. It's not pear shaped. It's 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 apple shaped. Bro, you got the head like a tennis ball. <laughs> <laughs> My man, you got a head like a banana. <laughs> so Dave is creeping on her and he's like making fake boobs and masking his dick with like soap. It's like comedy. Also, what fucking house has showers like this? Just like yeah, okay. prison showers, like <laughs> I also wanted to ask that question. This is like they got they have like fucking prison showers we and, and like even like the even like this like the like one gender like shower area at like even my college had like stalls mm-hmm. like even even the, those had stalls like it's just it's just weird man it's just weird listen we don't know what goes on in that sorority house so Next scene, the boys are trying to get ready. It's the morning. Adam's trying to hide his dick. Doofer eats, I don't know, a mango that was supposed to be a fake boob. I I, I don't fucking know. They do the whole, I, like, I look like shit and girl talk because it's funny and they're guys doing girl talk. And it's, yeah, comedy. This, it's it, literally 50% of this movie is just, can just be, can literally just be boiled down to me man, me no understand girl. Does girl does girl activity? It's and that's fails that's at the it. and and fails. Mm-hmm. That's that is like eighty percent of the fucking jokes in this. Yeah, and then I think it's uh I think it's Adam. It's either Adam or Dave, one of the two, who pipes up and says, "Hey, listen. After this, we have to repress or deny any experience of this happening. We understand." <laughs> like, all right. See, I like to imagine that they're just breaking the third, fourth wall there. That they're just like that. They're just they're that, talking to you, the not, audience. Yeah, it, it's just they're talking to the audience, and it's not like Dave and Doofer and Adam. Mm-hmm. It's like Michael Rosenbaum <laughs> and Barry and whatever the other two guys' names are, and just just going. We need to forget that this happened and move on. You can, I can see, I see, I see, I see DC <clears throat> movie. In your future. And he's like, in the what Michael Rosenbaum's like, TV, but close enough. Seventh Heaven. So next scene, we get a montage of everyone going to class. Dave changes clothes. And Adam tells a guy to suck his dick. And Dave goes, as Dave, not Daisy, goes to a women's study class and sits next to Leah. There we go. I was right about her being a gender studies major. Next scene. Adam over here, Spencer. Adam is. You were, hey, that was, you were gambling hard on that. I was like, listen, listen, I call my shot with these movies. <laughs> that is, that's, that, that's fair. That's fair. It's like, it's like when, it's like when I made this, this, the speaking Samoan joke and, and, and you collectively like held in. You were like, I hope that that's a real thing. <laughs> like, you better be very careful about that. <laughs> so, ne- so, next scene, Adam as Adina. Overhears uh, Spence talking about the money. And then gets assaulted by the early 2000s guy again. Just 
corners Adina and just starts fondling him. It'll just... This kid needs to be locked up, man. This kid needs... He is just... He's just committing crimes. He's just committing crimes. Wait, let's let's hold let's hold off on the committing crimes bit when we get to one part, especially. I uh, I you know, that's fair. I know what you're. You know you know fair. what I'm talking. That's about. That's fair. I know what you're talking about. That's fair. So we get a little insert of Dave asking Leah to study with him, and she reluctantly says yes. Dufer as Roberta watches sports. It's like the WNBA, but then he gets told he needs to go clean the bathroom. And Doofer goes and he cleans the bathroom and pulls hair out of the sink. And comedy. Doofer is just like, ew. And then overhears a girl crying in the kitchen. And it's the New York yeller. She's crying because some guy left her a note that said, please learn sign language. And then Doofer honestly gives a pretty good, like, wing woman speech saying, listen, your voice has personality. You're like a special snowflake. And then she laughs. And of course, her laugh is obnoxious. It's like, I don't know, she's fucking choking in space or some shit. And that's the comedy. It is, yeah, it's 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 just not a good joke, coming to be honest. It's not. So let's let's move on. Adam, the next scene, Adam gets cat called, gets a drink thrown at him. And then he goes back to the sorority house and gives like another motivational speech. And he's just like, hey, don't let them treat you like this. I hate this place, and then storms upstairs. And now all three of them are in the room. Adam is pissed. He hates wearing heels. He gets roasted for his fashion sense. Dave is standing there is like, do you think this top would look good on me? You know, like, what do you think about this? And, and then Adam pipes up and is like, I have a fat ass. This will not fit on me. And I'm like, okay, listen, Adam, wait. Like, this came out in 2002. Wait like eight years, eight eight to twelve years. I know it's, it seems like a long like time. It'll, it'll work like, itself out. It, this the, you're like you're like Adam. I know you may not believe this, but that will pay off big time in about eight to ten years. If you wait, you will be a hot commodity. Just keep squatting, keep doing hip thrusts. You're gonna be fine. We promise. You're gonna wall. You better you better hit that two minute mark on your wall sit. <laughs> so yeah, they're in uh, oh by the way, Adam also has ingrown hairs. Comedy. So boom, tall girl bursts in. How is that even funny? <laughs> I don't know, just, I guess because Oh my god, Adam, leg. you have yeah. She just goes, Oh my god, you have ingrown hairs. He's like, Yeah, and you're just like they pause for laughter, and I'm like, What? What's the comedy okay. here? What's a what like What's the joke? But then, boom, tall girl comes bursting in and is asking for some heavy flow maxi pads because she had to use like a whole roll of toilet paper. And then silence, making us all feel uncomfortable. And Doofer's like, yeah, I used the last one. So she leaves. And then Adam shuts the door and is like, okay, wait a minute. This will ruin us knowing about all of these women's issues. We're not supposed to know about periods or self-esteem issues. And it gives a whole metaphor about like seeing a bacon burger get made. And I'm like, this movie's trying to make a point. But it's not working. Yeah, that's that's the be- that, that's a good way of saying it. This movie's really trying hard. To get to 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 make a point, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, at and then, all. 
And then Doofer pipes up and is just like, I'm getting a bacon burger, man. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, Doofer, man, bless your heart. (laughs) Damn, that's, ooh, that's a tough break for Doofer. When a southerner says, bless your heart, you know you're you're fucking up. I don't know if I've just like picked that up from my girlfriend or what, but like even in the back of my head, like if I see something like just where I'm like, you had no intelligence with that. I just think to myself, oh man, bless your heart. Yeah, you're just like, bless your heart. Your brain don't work the way it should. I think we know why Doofer's brain won't work. Well, we'll get into that later on in this review. So next scene, we're back to the walking 2000 sex crime known as Jimmy. He's out walking, gets pulled into a hedge by Adam as Adam. And like, I don't know how Jimmy doesn't know he's hitting on his uh, big bro at the fraternity. So Jimmy's just like, hey, listen, I did what you Adam, like, whoa, it's good to see you. I did what you said. I found a chick. I banged her like five times. And Adam's just like, no, you didn't. Adam's giving the whole like, hey, I was framed. Spence framed us. 2000s guys like, you know, I'm not supposed to be talking to you. Spence would say Spence said you would say that. And then he fucking dips. So next scene. The guys are waking up. They're getting dressed. More hijinks ensued. Is the plot moving forward? I don't know. Go fuck yourself. They stuff their bra, put on makeup, trim and nose hair. It's all comedy, you see. Adam it's tries hysterical. to go to the, Dude, it's, it's fucking funny. So funny. It's like Adam tries to go to the guy. Adam's have the basic gist of like all this comedy is Adam's having a tough time being a girl. Dave is having fun bonding with Leah. Um, Doofer is there. So it's exact I, I i also was trying to sit there at like like i understood adam was adam was learning what it's like to be a girl because he was doing the womanizing thing initially right mm-hmm. he was being a womanizer and dave is like dave is tr- he's like trying he's really clicking with leah I I was literally left the entire time racking my brain being like, what the hell's Doofer doing? Is he just sitting around just like because all he does is just clean stuff and go out and buy things. And he's like, he's like, two right fellas. I'm also having a tough time. It's tough being a woman out here. And I'm like, I don't want to really take the wind out of your sails, Doofer, but you're not exactly doing a whole lot. Doofer's just kind of existing. That's, that, yeah. that's it. Yeah, exactly. So then we go to Dave and his, as Dave studying with Leah and Dave stares at Leah. He says some poetry. I think she likes it, but it turns out she doesn't fall for it. She sees right through the bullshit. David does the whole like, no, 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 you need to listen. I'm not like that. I'm not like other guys. And Leah's like, yeah, right. I just want to study. Random cutaway of the New York girl getting a dildo thrown through her window. Sure. And then we go back to Doofer, still cleaning. The French girl complains about her cooking. And she's just like, I want a boyfriend. And Doofer's like, you want a boyfriend? Here, let me show you how. And then teaches her how to shave her face. And then this movie makes a joke about her shaving her whole body. As my co-host it, said earlier, low-hanging, low-hanging fruits. The lowest hanging fruits of this whole movie. It's just... Come on, movie. Mm-hmm. Also, also the whole great. This could be a tangent that like doesn't work or something like that. But like, shouldn't the movie also be like 
like if they're trying to do the like understand how tough it is to be a woman out here shouldn't they also wouldn't it also make sense to push the like be proud of who you are and don't feel like you need to shave to adhere to body standards or what have you but like doofers like man no one will ever want to teach you so gotta shave everything down you're like what i don't know this whole that whole this whole scene in particular i was just kind of like this is just weird in this is just not good it's just bad yeah what movie what is what is your goal what is your point that what's the angle what's what's the angle that's all i want to know what is the angle here (laughs) like if you just want to be like a stupid comedy then by all means go go be a stupid comedy but if you're trying to add in like a point to it you can't just kind of like halfway at it. You know, yeah, you, you got to you got to go full bore with it. Yeah, exactly. You got to go whole hog. Like you can't <laughs> you can't just halfway do it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So next scene, we got like more shots of Daisy, Dave talking with Leah in a field. And Dave's, you know, he's playing double agent trying to, you know, convince Leah like, hey, you should go, you know, hang out with Dave. And the joke here is. Dave is bad at braiding Leah's hair. Hooray. Then we go to Mm -hmm. another scene of Adam taking a dump, trying to read a newspaper and then gets rushed by someone else saying, I got to pee. That's, that just seems inconsiderate. That's, that's that's, as someone who's, as someone who's been waiting for someone else who was just reading on the toilet. That's just, that's just being mean. I'm just like, and it's not funny either. No, I'm just like, like, I'm just like, I'm just like, you fucking dick. You can read the paper in your room. Like everyone knows you like sports. It makes like you can just read in your room. Why are you on? Why are you doing on the toilet? So, yeah, then next scene, Adam bursts into their room and he's like, you know what? I'm out of here. And Doofer's like, wait a second. You can't leave. I got a plan. Let's roofie the early 2000s guy, Jimmy, so we can get the tape. And I'm like, you're like that is a crime. You're like, you're like, hey, hey, no, hey, that is that is really illegal. Let's not do that. That's that's really bad. And it's really bad. And you know what? That's what Adam says. He's like, no, I'm not doing that. But Dave is there like, don't worry. I'll be watching you. I'll be your wingman. And, you know, like Adam's still like, you know, I'm not so sure I could probably live without this. And Dave is like, listen, but with your grades and extracurriculars, you're going to be lucky if you even get a job. And then Adam has a vision of like him working at a retirement home and taking care of elders hemorrhoids, which, again, is a perfectly fine career choice if you want, if that's what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, I but, like, I hate it's a good career choice. But that's this fine. but this movie is painting it as like a, ew, why would you want to do that? And Adam has like an that and is like, nope, nope, not doing that. You're taking care of the elderly. It's a noble, it's a noble job. <laughs> Fucking exactly. Like, don't, yeah. don't take shots at the elder, at the people hey, who the elderly right? movie. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with them? <laughs> it's okay. So then um, Adam gets convinced. So Adam as Adina goes to the early 2000s guy's room. And Jimmy, he's just trying to be smooth, but it's not working. He he basically like he tries to be suave and then says, let's fuck and then goes for the kill. And Adina's like, hold the fuck up. Let's have a drink first. So Jimmy then mixes a 
very poorly mixed vodka cranberry that I think is very light on the cranberry and starts playing some tunes. Smacks Adina's ass. And then roofies him. But Jimmy roofies Adam's drink. So now they're both roofied. And Jimmy just... Both are horrifically problematic for what they just did. (laughs) Both of them are going to hell. But both of them need to go to jail. Both of them need fucking therapy. Just like what on what on earth? I think well, I think Jimmy has issues because he stands there and announces this to the world. He says, "Tonight, I lose my virginity to the to a woman I love." And I'm like, is that just something you? This is just not something you just say when it's happening. Just to the world, like yeah. I just like like he's. Like he's in a musical or something. Like he's gonna throw out his window and just break out into song, and just you just see people just start snapping across the street. <laughs> I'm gonna get fucked, 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 fucked fuck, fuck, fuck tonight. He's gonna get laid tonight. <laughs> so, so Jimmy, it's like <laughs> greasers pop out of nowhere and start snapping too. One of them has a a switchblade comb and starts combing back his hair. When you're a jet, you're a jet for life. (laughs) (laughs) So Jimmy then downs his drink. Like, I mean, I'm fucking like takes the drink and just pours it on his head and then football tackles Adam. And Adam starts like he starts signaling for help. But, you know, Dave's been called to help Leah wash her hair. And Adam's just standing there like in his man voice yelling like, Dave, for the love of God, help me while Jimmy's trying to fucking tackle him. So we cut to the, to the showers where, you know, it's intimate hair washing. Leah's like, Daisy, stop poking me in the butt. And it's supposed to, and it's his dick. Problematic. 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 That's illegal. Illegal. That's fucking illegal. So we cut back to Adam and Jimmy and Adam to combat Jimmy's weirdness and criminal activity, Adam goes all WWE on Jimmy and starts breaking glass over his head, breaks a wooden chair, and throws him out the window. But then Jimmy crashes through another window on the other side of him. This is the one time in the movie where I was like, okay, that's that's pretty funny. No, I I again, again, I it's I laughed. I openly laughed when he came crashing through the other window. I was like, I was like, you know what, movie? I was like, you got two. You had the zinger for you had the first zinger, and now you got this one. Where it's he just where he literally just like a bouncer crashes and throws him out the window and he just comes crashing in the other one. I was like, okay, that's like that's good. That's good. But yeah, just just runs he just starts breaking like tables over him and just like starts throwing him against things that just like spontaneously disassemble. <laughs> like No, they got stone cold and dragged to to do this part. <laughs> oh my god, you just see Stone Cold just like just like slam a beer and then just like come out and just start just like beating the crap out of him. <laughs> you know, we always got to be bringing up Stone Cold on this pod. You guys know this. So, we Dude, go at a, at a certain point, we got to find a movie Stone Cold was in cuz this is just oh, getting dude, ridiculous. Easily, easily. We'll we'll find something for Stone Cold, of course. So next scene. A circle group again with the rest of the sorority sisters. 
Doofer says things in support. The tall girl speaks up and is like, hey, do you know what it's like to have your self-esteem so low? And then Doofer interrupts and is like, or to, be your, or to be peer pressured to crush hundreds of beer cannons on your head for nine years despite the constant migraines and expensive CAT scans? See, the more and more this movie goes on, the more and more I'm just like, you know what? Rock on, Doofer. Rock on. Justice for Doofer. We want the Doofer cut. <laughs> I gotta say, Doofer is still committing heinous crimes. Yeah, he's... But of, of the three guys, of the three guys, he's the one committing the fewest heinous crimes. Doofer just wants to just fucking party. He wants to smoke weed, which actually he's he does later in the scene. He says, he like shows them what a gravity bong is and they start all the girls start partying so next scene we're upstairs daisy is painting leah's toenails badly and daisy's like hey my dad wants me to move to the suburbs and then join the old boy network and leah's like um okay word but your dad needs to you know you need to be true to you and your dad has to accept you are who you are and their tender moment gets interrupted by music we cut downstairs where all the girls are partying, just stoned out of their mind. And Leah asks David to spend the sleepover. So next scene, we're back with Adam with the early two, with the two thousands guys after throwing him around the two thousands guys just passed out. Adam finds the tape that they were looking for, but he drops it. It gets mixed in with all the porn. And then the roofie starts affecting him and he passes out. Then we go back to Leah and Daisy. Leah kisses Daisy goodnight. They have like, I don't know, fucking no lesbian pillow talk. Um, they, they end up kissing. Daisy has to cover up his boner. They're both just like, hey, I've never done this before. And Daisy is like, okay, I got to go. And then leaves. So next scene, we still go back to Doofer dancing downstairs. Then he falls and breaks the table. And the girls still steal weed from his bra. Funny, justice yeah. for Doofer. Next yeah. scene. Yeah, uh, it's I, listeners, you didn't hear it now, but I was, I was, I was audibly laughing. I just wasn't making any noise or moving my mouth or exhaling. You were just like, yeah, that that that, that did indeed happen. I was like, yep, yep, it's all this wacky hijinks, wacky college hijinks, guys. So, boom, we're back with Adam. Wakes up in the two thousands guys' room. He is scared, which, to be fair, I would be too. But the box of porn is missing. Adam freaks out, tries to wake up Jimmy, but it doesn't work. So he just tries to leave. And as he leaves, he gets the whole cheering thing that was done at the beginning of this movie. But Adam now sees how it is. And then then Adam stands up for women everywhere by slapping the shit out of a frat boy and silences them into fear. Feminism. I guess it's, I, I don't this, know. It's, I, it's this movie, man. This movie, it's it, it's just trying to it's trying to do both. Mm-hmm. It's trying to do both. It's trying to do a message and be like raunchy, like American Pie, old school, those types of comedy. It takes, and it's just it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Yeah, I think it takes a very particular like balancing act and a and a very great um, team of people behind the scenes 
to come up with a film that can comment on social issues while also being very raunchy. Like the two don't mix well together if you're trying to get your message across. Maybe I don't know if you're like a like a Swiss Army man, for instance. Like that movie has fart jokes out its ass. <laughs> See what I did there? And <laughs> and it's raunchy as hell, but it still has a message it's trying to get across. So I, by the way, great movie. I love great dude, movie. I love yeah, Swiss Army, if man. you if if you guys are like, I want to see what Daniel Rad- Radcliffe was doing outside of Harry Potter. This is it. This is the best testament to what he's been doing. Either that or that time he played an undercover FBI agent trying to get in with a neo-Nazis. That's another good one. I think it's. Oh, yeah, that one's really good. Sorry, we can't talk about Daniel Radcliffe right now. We have to get back to sorority boys, unfortunately. So Adam arrives back to their room without the tape. Doofer checks out Adam's skirt. There's a stain. There's a stain on it. It's probably come. Yeah, and that's the joke. So Dave comes in. That's it. So Dave comes in. Adam starts ranting. Adam's like, you fucked me over, Dave. Where were you last night, Dave? Adam's pissed. He makes Doofer cry. Justice for Doofer. They have the whole, like, you're not half the woman she is when Adam insults Leah. And this ends up leading to a fight between Dave and Adam. And the sorority sisters watch this and think it's a lover's quarrel where Adam says, I waited all night for you in his, you know, girl voice. And Adam mm-hmm. throws like, I don't know, some highlight, quote unquote, highlights of this fight scene are Adam throws tampons and knocks Dave off a ledge in the house and he falls like a full story. I I just want to say, just before you continue with your highlights, I w- it, this whole fight, after a certain point, after Dave gets knocked off the ledge by Adam throwing the tampons. <laughs> That's like, the thing. <laughs> it, I got to hate, hate that I said that. They drop the girl voice. Like Dave's like, Dave's like, is that all you got? Adam's like, not even by a long shot and starts running down the staircase. And it's not like they were like, like they were quiet, like, like quiet yelling. Mm -hmm. They were just talking. Mm -hmm. And like all of the girls are just like, hmm, weird. Like they, like there wasn't any of them just being like, did their voice just drop? Like there was nothing. They just. And then they just get back to the fighting in high-pitched voices, and you're like, oh, okay, all right, whatever. It was like, damn, they get intense when they fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just like, like So what does Dave do to combat Adam? Dual-wielding wheel, dual dildos and fights him. Adam has a dildo and breaks a statue with it. What the fuck? And there's something How? about watching two men dressed in drag, fighting with dildos, you know? For instance, Michael Flaherty says it, it just awoke, it just awakened something within him. And like, it just, I don't know, unlocked hey, something. Hey, an hey, inner we desire. Both, we, both, we, both, we both confided in each other after, <laughs> after, we, after, we, after we reenacted this scene <laughs> that night way back, way back when in high school. And we both, we both agreed. Way back when in, at the field, at night Feel, in, the, in the darkness of loneliness it in, in during the month of june it was a wednesday night after cross country practice oh god <laughs> <laughs> so by the way it's fun to stay at the ymca <laughs> by the way there's a fight choreographer out there that choreographed this scene and that is like on his resume 
or her resume. That's awesome. I I just like I just like these. It's like, all right, and you do uh, bite choreography. Oh, good, 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 good. So, uh, uh, so what makes you think that uh you'd be a good fit for the fight choreography team for uh, John Wick Five? Well, I did the um, fight choreography for two grown men in drag fighting with dildos in sorority pools. And if you don't respond, um, sorry, with, if you don't respond with "you're hired," it's the wrong answer. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, they get they get outside. Adam and David are now like talking to each other. Adam was like, "Hey, I was the top guy at KOK. Now look at me. I would never fuck me." And Dave is like, listen, you had sex with Lisa Philbin and you're much prettier than she is. And the two, they get distracted from their fight by a powder puff football poster. The winner gets on the cocktail cruise and Dave concocts this idea of getting uh, DOG and getting DOG to win the powder puff football tournament so they can get on the cruise and find the tape. So next scene, Dave and Adam try to convince the girls to play football. And Adam's like, um, you know, you, we can do this. Rah. Let's knock their tits in the dirt. It takes a little bit of convincing, but yeah, they end up doing this. So we go to the football game, the tripies, I think that's the other sorority, and um, dog are on the football field. The tripies are wearing like, you know, matching outfit, and the dogs are wearing just their, you know, normal clothes. The tripies, like they put in their mouth guard. Adam and David, Adam and Dave are just like, remember what we learned. Tripies are looking tough. Doofer gets the ball. He gets fucking kneed in the dick by a sorority girl. And then the, the tripies get the ball and score. And they and like the whole time the ref is just like fair game. Like I was like, they're like, damn, like I mean, that's pretty intense. I mean, to be fair, neither of us have ever played powder puff football. So we don't that know how intense those that games is, get. What? What are you lying to me about, Max? I went to your I went to your game. No, no, no. You're 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 mistaking. I was the cheerleader. I was I was the oh, cheerleader. Oh, there I, we go. I was there we go. I was I'm part sorry. of the uh, I was part of the Chippendales wearing the the tight <laughs> jeans and the, the bow tie and no shirt. We were I cheering. Just, we were I, cheering. I, I love it. <laughs> it's it's a reverse cheer squad. It's just a bunch. It's just a bunch of hot dudes that are that are just in Chippendale uniforms. You, you know what? Th- you know what? Thank you for calling me hot. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that with Absolutely. me for the rest of my Absolutely. life. Absolutely, Mike. Absolutely, you, we're Mike, both hot. Mike, you're pretty banging yourself. You know. <laughs> absolutely absolutely we're both catches <laughs> so yeah they oh god i lost myself and i lost myself in my notes just talking about how <laughs> much got, fun it is lost. being a chippendale dancer guys <laughs> so yeah. we're, we're we're both catches so yeah the the giant the giant girl picks up doofer and puts and puts him on the bench then we go back to adam adam hikes the ball throws it to dave who gets fucking launched by these tiny sorority girls dave gets taken out the the cocks get the sprinkler going, making everyone wet. The tripies and the crowd cheer. It's a wet T-shirt contest. Now Adam is on defense, and then fucking sacks the sorority girl hard as hell. I don't know how to feel about this because he based Adam, a grown man in drag, basically assaulted a tiny sorority girl. It is yeah. In like no pads either. You're like you're like oh geez, you're like oh like, dude, that's, like oh damn dude, like, bro that, that that's rough man. And one of the girls calls out Adam as the girl Jimmy backdoored, 
Then he gets jumped by the sorority girl. So, you know, revenge, I, I, I guess. So now Adam is clearly concussed, collapses on the field. It's all tied up right now, I think. Sure, we'll say it is. So the dogs are like, hey, we can't win without you, Adina. And Adina gives another motivational speech. They're like, yeah, the tripies may give great blowjobs, but we're a family and you can win this. And the plan is for the dogs to send the tall girl up the middle and they try that. She gets sacked. The tripies call the giant, the, the tall girl, a chicken shit freak Sasquatch. And this just fucking sets something off in her. So tall girl Patty just fucking starts chasing after, like she gets the ball, starts fucking going after everybody like y'all like the like every like the whole fucking sorority the even the ref isn't safe like so yeah she 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 beats the brakes off the ref yeah she so long story short she gets into the end zone and yeah they win um tall girl patty gives fingers to all the tripods and you know what i respect the hustle Mm -hmm. and then after this we get another montage where adam gets catcalled again and then throws a rock at a car and causes an accident crime and then adam dave and dofer they're walking and talking they <laughs> that's like, just that's just a massive fucking felony and everything he's just like and he's like damn it feels good <laughs> and we just fucking brush past it so yeah we get like some scenes of them walking and talking we get a scene of them at like the mall for us like i don't know like, like mike was talking about having them do like a try on haul here it's just like they're at a mall like buying one thing it's so it's so anticlimactic like you're just like they're like oh here we go here's the montage and it's just like they've all just go oh this works all right let's go and you're like oh okay all right, all right whatever so a L- lot more of lot quicker than i expected but okay yeah, so, so we're just gonna that that scene nothing really happens other than dave saying like hey i'm concerned about what's gonna happen to daisy you know and just gonna be like well we're gonna get our you know we're gonna get our balls back man it's next scene the the, right. the uh, dogs are getting ready to go on the cocktail cruise. They come out to the pier and they look up. They see that the tripies are on the boat, and it's leaving. And they're yelling insults. They didn't they didn't abide by the 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 you know the agreement of the powder puff football game. Boo! That's a sacred sacred sac- rule. Dude, How dare they? It's, it's as sacred as a handshake deal. So. Um, Leah's like, you know what? No, we're going to that party. We're going to get on that boat. We're going to have fun. Why? Why? It's. I don't want to be that guy. But they just got. Sort of, I don't know, not conned, but like. They're obviously they obviously aren't exactly wanted on that cruise. Mm hmm. So why don't they just go party somewhere else? I'm uh, I, I'm just at this point in the time, I'm surprised why the girls are like, no, let's get there. Like, you're like, why? This this feels it, like, OK, whatever. It's like they don't they don't want you all there. And you know what? If you're like, if you know, if. Yeah, exactly. Go, OK, fuck them. We'll just have our own party. And here's like, the thing. They're in college, too. So like if they did this like in high school, you know, I could see, you know, an early 2000s. Yeah, high school I, I, yeah movie. I, I would get that. Like, we're not going to go hang out with the losers. But here, but like you know, in college, people just are like, "Okay, word, we're gonna go party. We're gonna go party with my friends." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, "Okay, we're gonna go out to a bar." Like, it's yeah, it's just like if if you're pulling this shit when you're in college, you know, good luck making any friends. Yeah. So, so we go. So 
what they do is they're like, we're going to get on that boat. And we're going to party. So they steal a boat and pirate on. Sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Do more Grand Theft Auto. Just so many crimes in this movie. Grand Theft Boat. Grand Theft. It's like a it's like a kayak. <laughs> <laughs> dude it, that would be so just, awesome just 15 if they were on all in kayak just it's like those see it's like those it's like those photos of those like of those trains in india where it's all those people who are just on the train riding on the side but it's all the girls on one kayak and it's just like adam and he's like and he's like rowing furiously so then okay let's we're on the boat we see dave's dad grab a woman's butt without her consent what did I say earlier about walking sexual misconduct allegation allegations? So it talks to some of the older frat boys um, about his son. But then we go to, back to the girls. We see all the tripies are getting taken out. And somehow the dogs have gotten have like pirated on the boat. And now Daisy, Adina and Roberta are here to fuck shit up. And the tripods got got like Titanic and they're on like a life raft. Fuck you. Don't ask questions. So Spence is there talking to Dave's dad and he wants to fill the position. Daisy's dancing with Leah and Leah's just like, hey, I'm ready to commit if you are. And they're having like a real intimate moment. And Dave's dad gets distracted by two women kissing, one of which is his son in drag. Then Daisy is like, hey, I'm moving to Minnesota. And this upsets Leah, obviously. She's like, I thought dating a girl would be better than dating a guy. So she just kind of fucking dips. Then we go to Adina, who's walking through the party. Jimmy starts attacking her sexually, put like pushing Jimmy's face. Like he's my God, this man just this man won't take no for an answer. And that's not going to serve him well in life. That's he's going to he's going to end up in jail. One hundred percent. So we get a quick cutaway to show Daisy is now turned back into Dave and he runs into um, the other guy that was talking to his dad and starts, you know, doing the job interview. And he basically gets the job immediately. Um, This old guy. And and once it's done, this old guy was like, you know, I'm going to go back to looking at that dark haired girl, that dark hair broad out there, you know? And yeah, he was talking about Dave and drag, which. And Dave's like, oh, Al, ew. So. Daisy and Adina, they end up running into each other in the room. And Dave says, like, hey, I got the job. Adam is psyched. They hug. By the way, they're both back in drag. They're both in drag. And Leah walks in. Excuse me. Leah walks in. And it's a big misunderstanding. And then Leah storms out. And Adam's like, hey, listen, man. You you got to let it go. We're 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 getting, you know. We're getting out of here soon. We're going to have jobs. It's all going to be okay. So next scene, Leah walks through the party. Dave's dad, again, sexually assaults Leah. And Dave's dad talks to some old frat boys to play some dog catcher, which is watching grown men in their like 50s try to live out their college days. It's so weird. It's kind of gross. It's so, you're like, you're like, you're like, hey. Hey, f- hey, Dave, or not Dave. Oh, hey, Dennis, whatever the fuck. I'm just trying to fit, think of an old man name. Like, I'm like, no, no, this is so stop weird. It. It's so stop weird. It. <laughs> it just, no, stop it. No. Yeah, so Dave and Adam, they overhear this and they start running. We cut to 
excuse me, guys. I'm just, mm, it's got a lot of indigestion oh, tonight. Mm. It's just, exactly. Just sorority boys has you choked up. Dude, you know, it's just so impactful. No, I'm not. Uh, so, it's yeah. So, we, so we cut to Daddy Dave and his old frat bros picking up Leah, and they're about to throw her overboard as a joke. And Daisy says, This is, this is a really fucked up joke. Are you make as an as a grown ass man to to a college student? So <laughs> so then Daisy and, and using his you know using her voice says like, Hey, put her down. The men don't listen. And then Daisy turns into Dave and says, Dad, you know, using using the man voice. And the whole party just stops. To be fair, if I saw it, I'd also be like, What? is about to go down. I, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, I can't exactly blame people for like being like, hey, whoa, what the <laughs> hell's going on? So Dave removes his wig. It's a big shock. Adam comes in. 2000 guy, 2000s guy comes to hit on Adina. Adina removes his wig. It's Adam. And some guys just like, and like some other frat boys is like, dude, you plugged your big bro. Ugh. 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 So yeah, all the guys have been discovered. Spence comes in and says, convene the high council. And Spence says the three need to be punished. The three are stripped down to their underwear. Dave says they treat the dogs like garbage. Adam says he learned more at DOG than at KOK. And he just says, I don't want to be a cock anymore. And Doofer pulls out the videotape from his pants. And he's like, hey, it's the proof I need. And Doofer's like, yeah. He like looks at Dave having a one-on-one conversation. He's like, look. I don't know if this is the right tape, but let's just pray that it is. So the tape gets put in. It looks like a sex tape at first, but then the tape glitches and switches to show Spence stealing money. And Spence is just like, no, 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 listen, listen, I can explain. All the frat boys around, you know, they they start turning on Spence. They go all boo la, boo la. And then we cut to a wide shot of the boat where we hear Spence say, no, not the mice, then gets thrown overboard. Mm hmm. Ugh. Next scene. The three dudes are getting sworn back into their frat. We're, we're, oh, we're so close we're to so, being done. We're almost there. And then, then Dave is outside the DOG house. Leah walks out. Dave is like, hey, I quit the house. Dave is like, I know you can't trust me, but I'm glad it happened. Dave says sweet things. You're a person I can talk to. Um, Leah's like, you know, who 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 did I change? Who did I change? Dave says, Dave. We get another scene with Adam and Jimmy talking. And Adam's like, listen, man, you're still you're still my little bro. Jimmy's just fucking shook by this. Adam's like, remember our date? Nothing happened, right? Quick cut to Jimmy standing over a passed out Adina, and Jimmy's like, no, no, nothing happened at all. Adam's uh, like, yeah, oh, you and so? and you know, I as a viewer at at this at this point went, holy shit, they went there. This- I was like, I was like, oh, they they went there, they went there. Oh, this movie. Went. Oh, my God. And then we go to the doghouse. Adam introduces Jimmy to one of the girls. It seems like the cocks and the dogs are getting along. It's a social. Um, Daisy and Leah, they end up they end up making up. They kiss and kids. Yeah, that's how I met your mother. Credits start rolling. Cut to a life raft in the middle of the ocean. It's the tripods floating. They look rough. I guess they're just going to fucking die out there. Yeah, like, like I mean, it ends on a dark it's- note. It does. It actually. Can we talk about the after credit scene now? Which one? The one where they're like eating someone? Yeah, yeah. Where they're like, hey, can you pass me Jennifer? And she passes like a whole like decrepit, like decapitated leg or whatever. And you're just like. You're like, 
Jesus Christ. Okay. Like they didn't have this throughout like the rest of the movie, but like, why would you all of a sudden try to shoehorn cannibalism at the end? Yeah, it, again, it's it's kind of weird. I'm like, what the hell, guys? <laughs> it's just so unnecessary. Yeah, but you know what? We were, we're we're done with it, guys. That's been this episode of the Messed Up at Midnight podcast. Let us know what you thought of Sorority Boys. Um, Mike, do you oh rec- do you recommend someone to watch this movie? Uh, okay, so here here is what I'd recommend with this movie. I'd recommend this is this is a good movie number three. But this has to be a movie number three where you all look at each other and just go, go, this is problematic. Mm-hmm. OK, we all agree that this is problematic and a lot of these jokes are going to be tasteless as hell. Mm-hmm. And then everyone comes to a mutual agreement. Then you turn on the movie. But like, yeah, this is like movie number like two or three. Mm-hmm. But I don't recommend this as like standalone. I don't viewing. recommend and this is not a standalone viewing. This isn't a viewing with anyone, really. But if you're like really close and you're like, we need a shitty, raunchy, like college comedy Mm -hmm. and you don't want to pick like old school or something like. I I guess. Yeah, but just watch old school. Just watch fucking old school. It's a better college raunchy comedy. There are plenty of other raunchy comedies that you can find that would scratch that like college itch. I say. Yeah, you you can just skip this one. But guys, yep, like I said, that's been it. that's been this episode for the Mess Up at Midnight podcast. Go follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, the whole nine yards. Guys, you, you guys mm-hmm. know this. Tell your friends about it. We're gonna, we're starting to post news on our socials, so be on the lookout for that and let us know if there's anything you you guys want us to cover. Uh, Mike, do you have any anything else? If you get thrown out of fraternity, just 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 take just accept it as a blessing in disguise and Mm -hmm. keep moving forward. Yeah, you you don't need to be in a fraternity to make friends, guys. Just remember Mm -hmm. that. All right, guys. Well, (laughs) we'll see you all next week. (laughs) Wait, what an ending. You can be our friends. Fuck it. Absolutely. We'll be your friends. (laughs) Absolutely. Let's 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 farm this really toxic. What do they call it? Parasocial relationships. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. And on that note, see you guys next week. See you next week, everybody.